Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In 1935, Blasio Kugasi, a school teacher in Rwanda, Central Africa, was deeply discouraged by the lack of life in the church and the powerlessness of his own experience. He followed the example of the first Christians and closed himself in for a week of prayer and fasting in his little cottage. He emerged a changed man. He confessed his sins to those he had wronged, including his wife and children. He proclaimed the gospel in the school where he taught, and revival broke out there resulting in students and teachers being saved. They were called Abaka, meaning people on fire. Shortly after that, Blasio was invited to Uganda to share with the Anglican church there. As he called the leaders to repentance, the fire of the Spirit descended again on the place with similar results in Rwanda. Several days later, Blasio died of fever. His ministry lasted only a few weeks. But the revival fire sparked through his ministry, swept throughout East Africa, and continue to the present. Hundreds of thousands of lives have been transformed over the decades through this mighty East African revival. It all began with a discouraged Christian setting himself apart to seek the fullness of God's Spirit. And that's what it takes in every generation, men, of, men and women of God to experience a holy dissatisfaction with the way things are and with the faith to become everything God wants them to be. There have been great revivals throughout the world since the church began, with many here in the United States, led by people like Moody, Corey, and others. But each of these revivals began with a personal revival of the heart, which then spilled over into their other people's lives. And next thing you know, the entire church was on fire with power from on high. That powerful revival and renewal finds its source in one place, in one place only. It comes from the Holy Spirit when we allow ourselves to be filled with His presence. If you're looking for that Holy Spirit power today, I encourage you to listen up because I want to tell you to possess that power from God's Word. If you're a Christian, the following three things are true about you. First, God has given you His indwelling Spirit. Before Jesus was crucified and risen from the dead, he made a wonderful promise to his disciples. In John 14, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Prior to Jesus' ascension into heaven, the Holy Spirit worked with his disciples. But Jesus said there was coming a time when the Spirit would be in those who are Christians. Just before Jesus left the earth, he gave this promise in Acts 1.8. 
But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And on the day of Pentecost, after having received this gift of the Holy Spirit, Peter got up and preached a sermon where the Spirit was promised to others in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And of course, the gift of the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit himself. In other words, God himself has promised to literally indwell those who place their trust in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. <clears throat> Let's look at 1 Corinthians 3:16 and 17. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Now, the reason this is so important is because you and I need to know that God is fully and completely available to us 24-7. And the reason we know this is because he is with us, in us, literally living within us right now, at this very moment. You, you do not need to go searching for God because God is within you. Now, notice... I didn't say that you are God, because you are not. But God, the Holy Spirit, has taken up residence in your body. Everywhere that you go, God goes with you. Everything that you say, God hears. Every action that you take, you are inviting God to join you in it. The power of God is available to you, because God is literally here present with each of us every moment of our lives. The second thing is God has given you a spiritual gift. Max Dupree, CEO of Herman Miller, Inc., described a simple but profound incident that altered the culture of his organization. In the furniture industry of the 1920s, the machines of most factories were not run by electric motors, but by pulleys from a central drive shaft. The millwright was the person on whom the entire activity of the operation depended. He was the key person. One day, the millwright died. My father, being a young manager at the time, did not know what to do when the key person died, but thought he ought to go visit the family. He went to the house and was invited to join the family in the living room. The widow asked my father if it would be all right if she read aloud some poetry. Naturally, he agreed. She went to another room, came back with a bound book, and for many min minutes read selected pieces of beautiful poetry. When she finished, my father commented on how beautiful the poetry was and asked who wrote it. She replied that her husband, the millwright, was the poet. It is now nearly 60 years since the millwright died, and my father and many of us at Herman Miller continue to wonder, was he a poet who did millwright's work, or was he a millwright who wrote poetry? That's how it is in the church, isn't it? We have factory workers who are teachers, computer people who are elders, homemakers that work with our youth, truck drivers like us, and so on. The beautiful thing about having God's Spirit inside you is that He not only gives you the gift of Himself, but He supernaturally empowers you by giving you a spiritual gift that you did not have before you became a Christian. We're not talking here about natural talent, but about God giving you a gift to do something for His glory to the church, in the church. Something that you did not have the ability to do before. 1 Corinthians 12, 4-7 there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. 
There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways. But it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. Now I want you to notice that you are specifically given this spiritual gift as a means to assist the church. There are various lists of ministry gifts that we find in the New Testament, including leadership, hospitality, faith, giving, and so on. I don't believe these lists are exhaustive, but what is necessary for us to do is to discover what our particular gift is and begin using it for ministry. 1 Peter 4.10, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Begin to ask your friends here at church what it is they believe God has gifted you to do. Start thinking about ways that you've been effective and that type of thing. And then start ministering in that area of the church. God wants you to lead a fulfilling, spiritually successful, powerful life. But that will not reach its fruition until you begin using the gift he has given to you. The third thing we're going to look at is God has given you spiritual power. Erwin McManus, in Seizing Your Divine Moment, tells about his son Aaron. One summer, Aaron went to youth camp. He was a little guy, and he was kind of glad because it was a church camp. So figured he wasn't going to hear all those ghost stories because ghost stories can really cause a kid to have nightmares. But, unfortunately, since it was a Christian camp and they didn't tell ghost stories, because we don't believe in ghosts, they told demon and Satan stories instead. And so when Aaron got home, he was terrified. Dad, don't turn off the light, he said before going to bed. No, Dad, could you stay here with me? Dad, I'm afraid. They told all those stories about demons. And I wanted to say they're not real. He goes, Dad, Dad, would you pray for me that I would be safe? I could feel it. I could feel warm blanket Christianity beginning to wrap around him. A life of safety, safety, safety. I said, Aaron, I will not pray for you to be safe. I will pray that God will make you dangerous. So dangerous that demons will flee when you enter the room. And he goes, all right, but pray I would be really, really dangerous, Dad. Isn't that the kind of prayer we should be praying? That in God's power we would live lives that would make demons tremble? While it is great to know we are safe in God's arms, it's just as important to know that God has empowered us to be spiritually dangerous to the opposition. We need to understand that with God literally living within us and by having a gift supernaturally given to us by God, that we have the power to become everything God wants us to become. And that makes us spiritually dangerous to our enemy. But that kind of power does not come by approaching God from a position of strength, but rather than one of surrender. In Ephesians 5.18, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Just as alcohol can control you in a negative way, the Holy Spirit can control you in the most positive way imaginable. But only when we surrender our lives to Him. And when we surrender our lives to Him, He promises us fullness of power. That surrender involves putting away of sin, repenting of things that are displeasing to God, and living a life of obedience. Romans 8.10 But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. The spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. God promises us the same type of power that was used to raise Jesus from the dead. 
It is the power that allows us to live holy lives. It is the power that gives us strength for the journey. It is the power that gives us the boldness to tell others about our faith in Christ. It is the power that grants us victory in spiritual warfare. This is the kind of power that you and I need to live the type of lives that are pleasing, satisfactory, sufficient, and dedicated to God. Early in the history of the church, the church had become under persecution. So they gathered together to pray to God, and look what happened in Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Notice they were filled with the Holy Spirit. That only happens when we first empty ourselves of ourselves and we replace selfish desires with God's. And when we are filled with the Spirit, we will begin to see some phenomenal things beginning to take place in both our lives and the life of the church. I hope you're ready to experience the power of the Holy Spirit today. As we draw to a close, I want you to understand I'm not talking about some type of theological theory here or some mystical experience. I'm talking about God literally empowering your life at a level you've never dreamed of before. It can and will happen if you simply allow God to take over control of your life. I can guarantee that you'll never regret it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.